hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Alpharetta Tech Talk. I'm John Ray, and we are still virtual, folks. We're not back in our usual uh, home inside Renaissance Bank, but uh, uh, we still love the folks there at Renaissance Bank. They do a great job with uh, small businesses, and if you're looking for a better, more personal relationship with your bank where real people actually answer the phone, um, imagine that. Um, be in touch with the folks at Renaissance. Renaissancebank.com to find the nearest office, and there are 190 such offices across the southeast ready to serve you. Um, I know personally the job they do, so check them out, Renaissancebank.com. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Anas Sawaf. And Anas is the, he's the director of IoT, that's the Internet of Things, and analytics with Cirrus Labs. Anas, welcome. Thank you, John. It's a pleasure. It's great to have you here. Um, Thank Yeah, if, if you could give everyone an overview of Cirrus Labs, tell everyone what, what your company does. Thank you. Thank you, John. Yes, absolutely. So Cirrus Labs is a professional uh, services, technology professional services provider. Um, we have a, a focus on uh, emerging technologies um, around cloud, data, IoT, and automations. Um, we work um, across a variety of customers and industries in the enterprise uh, space, um, we have been in the business, obviously, for over 15 years. Um, we've been successful over the years, and we've been progressing um, uh, nicely and smoothly over those years uh, out of Alforera, Georgia. Uh, now, that's awesome. Now, you have got some pretty timely technology that you uh, are releasing that involves the prevention of uh, infectious disease spread. Let's let's get into that. Yes. So um, obviously, we started um, at the early stage in terms of thinking about how can we help organizations uh, bring people uh, back to work safely. So since the beginning of the crisis, actually, we thought in terms of how can we leverage emerging technologies to solve uh, some of those uh, problems that organizations are facing. So we partnered with uh, Softregi, one of our strategic partners in the IoT and uh, application technologies, to, to develop a solution where we can collect, process, and analyze uh, thermal and proximity data uh, all from entry point and throughout the facilities, right? The purpose of that is basically to provide enterprise um, um, executives and enterprise um, management with the right information so they can put together the right um, uh, safety uh, policies, uh, take the right decisions, uh, mitigate risk, and obviously make sure they are um, complying to the regulations uh, as we move forward. So we we believe that obviously these crises uh, are persistent. Uh, they're going to be um, for quite some time, and many organizations will be um, reworking their processes, changing some of their policies, or developing even new policies. So 
we are basically trying to provide um, data and information uh, real time or near real time for uh, management decision making. And obviously, IoT is a big part of that. Um, in, in your company, you've got deep experience in IoT. So, talk about how that technology plays into all this. Yes, absolutely. So, so IoT is pretty much a technology architectures, right? So, we're leveraging IoT from a data acquisition perspective. So, we're looking uh, into a solution where um, we are able to uh, to collect thermal data or visual data through uh, thermal or visual uh, cameras. We're also uh, able to collect um, proximity data and contact tracing data through wearables or other means. Take that information, processing it on IoT platforms in the cloud, and then making that data available for enterprises. So the ability to collect data from those IoT devices at scale, and when I mean uh, what I mean by scale is not only 100 or 200, but we're talking about thousands and thousands of possible proximity detectors, a uh, few hundred of cameras, uh, regardless where their location is, uh, whether the cameras or the wearables are in the US or in Europe or Asia, we are providing the ability through IoT to collect information at scale, processing it and making it available to the enterprise across the board. Yeah, you mentioned the devices themselves. So you were talking about wearables. Be, be more specific about uh, what that means in terms of the device itself. Yes. So, so basically, uh, the wearables are something like um, uh, you can have um, a watch or a wristband kind of uh, device that basically, if that wristband gets in uh, close proximity to another wristband, for example, can collect that information, store the information, and send the information over a connectivity protocols for further processing. Now, there are multiple of connectivity protocols that we at Cirrus Labs have um, uh, tested. We are currently using a narrowband connectivity protocol where basically we're making it easy for organizations to have a plug and play kind of um, wearables so they can immediately um, take, uh, bring people in uh, at a very low investment, at a very uh, high speed uh, of uh, bringing back uh, people safely. Um, folks, we're speaking with Anas Sawaf. He is the director of uh, IoT and analytics at Cirrus Labs. Now, uh, I'd imagine the the uh, part of the appeal here, I guess, is not just the one-off incident where, you know, you and I may happen to be, get too close to each other for, you know, a very brief period of time because we, you know, I stepped in your space or something like that and, and I stepped back out, but we're talking about maybe a uh, entire factory where maybe the supervision has fallen off and maybe there's a lot of incidents, right? And, and so when you're reporting that data back to, um, the, the risk management part of an enterprise, uh, 
uh, company, they can see uh, where their overall risk is. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if I described that adequately, but that's really kind of what we're talking about. We're talking about when you say at scale, that's really what you mean, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So management, uh, top management, basically, they are interested to understand, okay, uh, what is, for example, the average temperatures coming in at different entry point to my factories? Right? Mm. Uh, what are the uh, proximity, distant, the average proximity distances uh, between workers on the factory floors, for example? Um, how many cases um, of or possible uh, elevated temperature cases they found across different factories in different locations, whether here in the U.S. or outside, right? So those just some examples of some of the data that organizations are looking at so they can compile and can create risk profiles um, and social distancing matrix, uh, matrix to, to measure the, the risks and how different departments or locations are compliant to the different regulatory standards or you know, safety standards uh, that those um, companies are putting forward. Now, when we were speaking uh, before we came on about these devices, Anas, and you were um, saying there's more to it than just proximity. There's more to it than just uh, temperature monitoring. Uh, talk about what else that this device can, um, you know, the different data points that this device can monitor? Oh, absolutely. So so we are looking into, obviously, uh, protecting the investment of our customers, right? So having uh, proximity detectors is, may you know, uh, may not be just enough. So um, those detectors uh, that we are currently uh, rolling out with our partners, um, can provide other uh, features or functionality, things like uh, uh, loan workers, right? Emergency buttons. Uh, somebody fell down, for example, and they wanted to have an alert that somebody in the warehouse fell down, for example. So uh, there are multiple feature sets that can be onboarded and can be t- checked on off as needed by the enterprise. So with those uh, kind of wearables, we are uh, obviously trying to protect the investment of the enterprises uh, and provide uh, safety measures uh, beyond COVID-19. Because as you know, John, I mean, there are a lot of infectious diseases, right? So uh, COVID-19 is one of them, right? Mm -hmm. So it might be also as we move forward with a new norm, the, the new normals, uh, at work is basically keeping distances between um, individuals, workers, uh, you know, uh, in, in the office or in the factories. So we're looking into uh, creating some kind of a sustainable model, sustainable investment, and an affordable investment. Um, we know a lot of businesses these days uh, have a, a lot of impacts, whether they are in the manufacturing sectors or the airline sectors or um, uh, hospitality, etc. So we are very mindful of that fact that any investment to be made has to be sustainable and rewarding, and a clear return on investment uh, is um, is is you know defined. Hmm. Uh, now, one of the things that you uh, 
mentioned that I was fascinated by again before we came on the year um, is that this wear this wearable can detect whether someone's wearing a mask or not. Yeah, well, it's not the wearable per se, but is actually the the we use um, artificial intelligence algorithms um, with visual or thermal cameras mm. to detect. Uh, the elevated temperatures of individuals, and also to detect if uh, people are wearing uh, PPEs, things like a mask, for example, or if people are wearing yellow jacket or helmets or gloves, right? Mm. So uh, what we have is quite something interesting where we can overlay the artificial intelligence models, the visual analytics models, on an existing um, uh, video streams that's coming from the video surveillance systems that already exist within a factory or a warehouse uh, or any location. We analyze those uh, feeds using the artificial uh, intelligence models. We call them the visual analytics models. And based on those visual analytics models output, we can basically send alert, email, SMSs, we create a databases for further processing and uh, you know decision making. Wow, that's amazing. Um, that's got to have a impact on. I mean, there's a number of impacts, obviously, but one sure. of the, one of the things that pops to mind is um, liability. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, uh, you know, that how, how that mitigates a company's liability. Yes, actually, uh, thank you, Jean. This is actually a good question. Uh, thank you for asking that uh, for sure. Um, we're starting to see some interesting dynamics, mm. uh, by the way, when we're talking to our customers. Um, in, the, in the old days or before the COVID-19, usually we submit proposals and uh, Customers were asking uh, pricing uh, variations, for examples, or typical terms and condition and all of that, right? Nowadays, actually, a lot of the customers' uh, legal team are getting involved. Mm. Uh, risk officers are getting involved because there are a lot of liability issues, right? Mm-hmm. And we are stepping into something that is related to risks, liability on organizations, privacy of workers and individuals, right? So what what we have been working on uh, with our partners, obviously, um, putting together privacy statements, right? So we have privacy statements where we clearly define um, where the data is located, how the data is being processed, and how the data is being used, right? Um um, and obviously, we're looking into some quite interesting technologies uh, for employee consent, immutable data records, as well, etc. Right. So, what we're seeing from the market currently, there are two aspects to, to this. There is an element where the employers or organization trying to protect the employees. Uh, for their own safety and obviously bringing their operation up to speed. That's mm-hmm. number one. But they are also they are also worried about some lawsuits coming toward their way in terms of oh we are not protecting uh, the employees far enough, right? Mm. So it's kind of like a balance for enterprise customers, making sure that to to put everything available 
to protect employees while maintaining security, privacy, and uh, mitigating risks. Folks, we're here with Anas Sawaf, and Anas is uh, Director of Emerging Technologies, uh, uh, IoT and Analytics specifically, uh, with Cirrus Labs. Uh, You know, we're sitting here doing this interview at the end of June. Um, I mean, COVID-19 hit us, uh, you know, really in January, February, but I mean, shutdown started in March. That's not a long time. So I guess what I'm curious is, is what's, what's the trajectory of this product development been? Because this is awfully rapid. Um, it seems for, uh, you know, a shutdown of COVID-19 to have occurred in March. And I'm sitting here interviewing you on these, uh, solutions here at the end of June. I mean, that's amazing. Anas. Yes. Uh, th- thank you, John. Thank you. Um, actually, we started at the very uh, early in the game, right? So we kind of like envisioned uh, the problems and we immediately jumped into how can we create a solution? So we at Sears Labs, obviously, we have a, a big practice related to agility transformations mm-hmm. where we developed, obviously, a solution in a very agile uh, uh, way. Um, so we put our teams together um, across different technology domains, and we have used our experience in in, in uh, agile uh, methodology for product development and innovations to accelerate um, um, you know the development of this uh, uh, solutions. Um, and obviously, we have accomplished a lot. Um, um, as I said, you know, this solution that we are uh, rolling out has a few components and we've been, um, you know, very successful in the last couple of months in rolling out something like as complex as this, but also as uh, viable as this in, in a short uh, uh, time. Mm. So um, moving forward, obviously, this is a going to be one of our standard offering. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said earlier, um the, the this crisis is going to be persistent possibly for a year or two so we intend to continue our innovation and our investment in the uh, in the solution uh, obviously the uh, the code name or the marketing name it's called uh, by the way photon 4 so photon 4 is the uh, the marketing name of our uh, health and safety solution for the enterprise Gotcha. And folks, we're going to have um, links in the show notes so uh, and, and um, a photo or two. So check that out um, there. Uh, but one thing I, I know uh, some of our listeners have, have got to be wondering is, you know, what what's the customer fit here? I mean, is this uh, technology such that you're really aiming at enterprise companies uh, only or uh, how, how – how, how large or small of a business, how small of a business really can take advantage of this technology? Because everybody needs something like this, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, John. So uh, our primary focus is, um, first of all, on the um, enterprise customers, maybe uh, medium to large um, customers with uh, above 500 employees, let's put it this way. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's number one. As far as the marketing uh, or sectors or the the, the different uh, market or industries, uh, we're seeing a great demand in the uh, manufacturing industrial uh, customers. Obviously, um, also we're seeing some uh, big investment coming in for the universities and college campuses mm. uh, as well to bring students uh, uh, back to colleges um, uh you know, as soon as possible, uh, safety. Um, there are some other industries in the logistics space as well, uh, where they are starting to invest. Um, also, retail is an interesting area, uh, large retailers, not necessarily in the uh, retail space itself, but more related to the back-end operations, mm. uh, like logistics, warehousing, um, you know, storage departments, etc. Sure. Well, Anas, this has been great, and uh, I could go on and on, but uh, I guess uh, one uh, one final question, and then I want to make sure we get your contact information out there for those that want to be in touch. Sure. Um, you know, obviously, there's a feverish uh, research attempt worldwide to get a vaccine for COVID-19. Uh, you know, d- do organizations still need this solution if that vaccine is found? Yes, as I said earlier, um, the the infectious diseases um, never stops, right? So um, having uh, protection throughout the facilities will always be a need. So um, we are only trying to to support the organization in mitigating some of the risks, uh, obviously. Mm. So we do see that there is a sustainable demand um, for safety. Uh, and, and health at the enterprise and uh, at different organizational uh, level for sure. You know, so we are getting a lot of feedback from our customers, and we are pivoting with our solutions um, and use cases according to the need that we're finding and in the market, and uh, by listening to the customers and our on prospects as well. Anas Sawaf has been with us, folks. He is the Director of Emerging Technologies, uh, that is IoT and Analytics at Cirrus Labs. Anas, this has been awesome. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, But before I let you go, please give us, uh, for those that would like to be in touch and would like more information um, on what you've got to say today, uh, tell them how they can be in touch. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. So we have a dedicated uh, page on our website, uh, www.cirruslabs.io. So uh, that's one way to do it. Um, also on LinkedIn, uh, we have Cirrus Labs uh, channel um, on LinkedIn. I can be always reached uh, personally either through LinkedIn, private messaging, or obviously on my email, which is anas at cirruslabs.io. My number, my phone number as well, 470-298-4331, just in case. Uh, okay, that sounds great. Uh, Anas Sawaf, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you very much, John. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's our great pleasure. Uh, folks, just a reminder that uh, we are – uh, this show is on all the major podcast apps. You can find us there uh, by searching either Alpharetta Tech Talk 
or under the our network uh, feed for Business Radio X. So uh, you can find us on all the major uh, podcast platforms. And we're also on uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, we publish our shows there under uh, uh, North Fulton BRX, uh, which is our home studio. Uh, so for my guest, Anas Sawaf, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Alpharetta Tech Talk. Mm-hmm.